In today's Mishnah, we learn the 10th and 11th Mishnah from the 7th Parakam Sechtorov, and the Mishnah begins, And this sounds quite familiar to a Mishnah we learned recently. And that this means that you can make an Eruv, or a Shituf Mavoy, uh, using anything, any food, except for my Melach. Now this would seem to go against what we said previously, that for an Eruv Chatzir, you can only use bread. And some people say that indeed Rebbe Yezid disagrees. However, some people say that the Machlok in this mission is not regarding using bread or not, it's, or anything else, is rather, according to Rebbe Yezid, one could even use a slice of bread for the purpose. And that's important, because if we continue, the Mishnah says, V'Rebbe Yoshua, Rebbe Yoshua says, Kikaruhu Erov. The one has to use a full loaf. They cannot use a slice of bread to make an Erov Chatzayrod. He says, Even if we uh, made a very large uh, piece of bread and it was a slice, in Ma'arvim we wouldn't be able to use it. However, it, it, compare that to a kikar, be'isar, meaning a small loaf that is either purchased with the isar, which is a very small denomination of coin, or, uh, or, or some, say, some people say it's even the size of a coin. If it is Shabuhu Shalem, if it is a complete loaf, then according to Rabbi Yoshua Ma'ar Vimba, you can actually use that for an Eruv Chatzerot. Again, provided that you would presumably add more loaves until it's the minimum quantity of Krog for each individual, individual house, according to the way we explained it previously. Let's now continue. Noten Adam Ma'alechenvani Velechnachtum Kedeshis Kolo Be'eruv now, before we can understand this mission, we have to appreciate how Kinyanim work. Going to the explanation, we, how we're going to explain this Mishnah, is on a biblical level, we say ma'ot konod. As soon as I hand over my money, the acquisition is complete. However, on a rabbinic level, out of concern of the consequences of the, the purchase item still being in the possession of the seller, and the concern that it might not be satisfactory taken, looked after, and the example is that the wheat might get burnt in the attic and the like. Therefore, there are chachamim uh, required also what's called meshicha, that the item be drawn towards them. So what the Mishnah is saying here is that if noten adam if someone gives a coin over to a chenvani shopkeeper who sells wine and he also dwells in this mavoy along with him, or if he gives it to a nachtum, which is a baker, who also dwells in the chatzir, and he's doing that kedei shizakelo be'eruv, because he wants to purchase his share in this eruv, or the shit or here the shit of mavoy. And so when other people come along, he's already given his part. Coin to Rebbe Liezer, this is Rebbe Liezer, he can do that. Why? That despite the fact, really, the, on a rabbinic level, the kinyan hasn't actually been completed because he hasn't pulled the object towards himself, we're leaning in this context to rely on a biblical level to say, yes, the, the Kenyan has been closed and he's purchased his share. However, Chachamim Arim say, no, it doesn't work. Meaning that since acquisition has, hasn't closed, it hasn't closed. And therefore, it actually works to his detriment. Because even if the, the baker says, now I'm taking this bread and I'm mazakirat for every single one of the occupants in this mavoi, he will not be having in mind the person who handed over his money because he thinks he's already purchased his share. And indeed he has not, and so therefore it would be a problem. However, if they agree, if this individual gave his money over to another one of the neighbors, then it's different. Then the money has worked for him. Why? Because he's not giving it to purchase anything because this other neighbor doesn't sell anything. Rather, he's clearly nominating him as a shaliach to go do it for him. And the Mishnah says, which means as follows. Since he's given over his property to another, he's handed over his property to a third party, 
the third party cannot take his property and do anything or act as a sheliach unless he's been nominated to do so. So therefore, another party, he's nominated to be a sheliach, so therefore he can act as a sheliach in this context. However, when it comes to the shopkeeper, since he didn't, not nom- he didn't nominate him as a sheliach, he thought he was purchasing the share and he did not, therefore the shopkeeper would not be able to act as his agent because he wasn't nominated to do so, so he wouldn't be able to use his money to make him part of this this uh, shituf. However, Rebbe Yehuda disagrees. He says, When do we say that I'm not allowed to use the other person's property without his knowledge? Um, that's only Be'eruf Tchum. And that is when we're talking about Eruf Tchum. If you remember, that's when you place some food to the one side of the city to enable to walk further in that direction. Now, that might not necessarily be to the person's benefit because he might not actually want to walk in that direction. He might want to walk in another direction. That is why you cannot walk and do something on his behalf without first notifying him. Aval, however, Eruf Chatzerot, Ma'arvin, that you don't need the person's knowledge ahead of time in order to be part of this area of Chatzerot for him. Why? Because in this, because here, because normally we say I'm allowed to work on another person's behalf if it is a schut for him, if it is a, if it's to his benefit. If it, however, it's his detriment, you cannot. And Rabbi Yehuda understands in the context of Erev Chatzerot, since it enables him to carry, it's got to be a schut for him. So therefore, we can even use his, this other person's possession to make him part of the However, Chachamim disagree. This is, might not necessarily be a schut for him, so therefore one would not be able to use his property to be part of this Eruv Chatzayrot, which is a bit in li- which is in line with the way we, we discussed it previously when we were talking about um, topping up a Eruv Chatzayrot that diminished below the minimum amount. And the way we've explained it, the Rabbi Yehuda is being cholek on Chavim, that's according to the opinion of Rabbi Yochan in the Gemara. There is another opinion in the Gemara that Rabbi Yehuda is actually not being cholek. He's not arguing. However, what he's doing is simply come to explain and qualify the opinion of the Chachamim. Those are two ways of understanding what Rabbi Yehuda is doing in this Mishnah. Those are the Mishnah today.